Hey, welcome back to the Your Financial EKG podcast. My name is Drew Blackston, and I just want to say thank you so much for taking the time to listen to my podcast today, wherever you're at, whether you're in your car, you're at your the gym. Do people go to the gyms yet? Um, if you're exercising outside, maybe your gym is in your garage, whatever you are, I just want to say thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. And hey, if this is your first time with me, you can always look up information about me. Go to LinkedIn. I'm on there at Drew Blackston. You can also connect with me on YouTube at Your Financial EKG. Put out a lot of great videos on there about different financial topics. And maybe if you ask a question, we can put that video on YouTube. And actually, the podcast that I'm doing today, How Do 529 Plans Work? Did a video on this a few weeks ago, so it is actually on YouTube if you want to watch it and get a little bit more information there. But again, thank you so much for watching, or actually not watching, listening to the podcast today. Um, Let's dive right into this. I want to talk about today, How Do... 529 plans work because you know a lot of us I have two little kids and so a lot of times I'm thinking about college even though they're only four and two years old I'm thinking about how I'm going to save for their college how we're going to pay for their college and you know I'm not necessarily stressing out about that but it is definitely something that you know my wife and I um, talk about we think about um, we have you know investing accounts that we set up for both the girls that that we have said that, you know, maybe they'll use these for college someday, you know, and so we've got to think about what's the best way to pay for college. And so I wanted to give you one of the best ways that I believe that you can pay, pay for college for, for a child or a grandchild, and that is through using a 529 plan. Now, only 52% of families in America have reported creating a plan to pay for college. Only 52% of families in America are actually planning or have a plan to pay for college. And we know this is so important because we see it all over the news, the student loan debt crisis. You know, I think student loans are somewhere around $3 trillion, which is a ridiculous number. And so we don't want our children to go to college and come out strapped with debt. You know, that's that's literally like sending them to college to get this great education, to jumpstart their life with a career, to jumpstart their life in a, in a specific trade, and they come out with this you know, thousand pound weight called student loan debt just dragging them down. So let's talk about how we can help eliminate that drag on our kids and grandkids, and that's through using a 529 plan. Now, you know, if you think about the average cost of college right now in state college, the average cost is 21950 So if you're in Florida, in state would be like USF, UF, FSU. Out of state, $38,330. So if you live in a certain state, and you said you're going to go out of state to a different college in maybe Tennessee or Alabama or Georgia, if you're listening to this in Florida, maybe you're listening to this in Montana and your child wants to come to Florida because we have sunny beaches. Average out of state. Now, that's an average. It's different per state, but the average is 38330 Private school, private college, the average cost, $49,870 a year. Okay, And then private higher end, 
could be 70000 plus. Obviously, Ivy League schools are going to be a lot more expensive for you to go there and them to tell you what to think. That is a joke. Okay. So as of January 2020, 45 million Americans had, oh, I was wrong. I said $3 trillion. Actually, $1.64 trillion in student loan debt. Fewer millennials are buying homes, starting businesses, getting married because they're strapped with student loans. And keep in mind what what the Bible says. And I love this scripture. It says the borrower is slave to the lender, right? The borrower is in bondage or in chains to the lender. Now, that's, that's, that's more figurative, but think about your cash flow. You know, if every month you have a student loan debt and every month you have to pay that student loan debt, that student loan debt is taking away a certain percentage of your cash flow every month. And if you want to buy a home, if you want to start a family, if you're wanting to own, you know, start a business, you know, those kind of things cost money. It costs money to have children, costs money to buy a home, it costs money to, you know, start a business. But if you have outflows of student loan debt or, you know, credit card debt, personal loans, debt, things like that, you are in bondage to that debt. You've got to pay that off. And that goes out every month. So it gets added on top of what you're trying to accomplish. And that's why you're seeing people not or millennials especially, not buy homes, not start businesses, and unfortunately not start families, which we need more families, good families here in America. And so 529 plans are a great way to help plan for college for your kids. And I'm going to give you some some reasons why that I believe that 529 plans are probably the best way to stay safe for college. And at the very end, I'll give you one more tip for saving for college. But I believe that 529 plans are, are one of the first best ways to save for college because you can you can actually use a 529 plan to pay for K through 12 school and college. So if you have a generous grandparent and, you know, they want to pay for private education from kindergarten all the way through, um, you know, senior in high school, you can use a 529 plan to do that as well as using a 529 plan to pay for college. And the thing that's really nice about 529 plans over other college saving plans is there's no income restrictions when it comes to a 529 plan. That means that, you know, you're not restricted on how much you can put into the plan based on your income. Um, and that's that's a, a great benefit if you're trying to you know grow your own career and grow your wealth so that you don't have to worry about, oh my gosh, we're going to make $150,000 this year as a family. We can't add money to our 529 plan. There's no income restriction for a 529 plan, which is awesome. And you know contributions into a 529 plan, the amount of money that you can put into a 529 plan could be up to $500,000. Now, that's, that's a, that's a, those are lump sum numbers and you know, right now the gift tax is fifteen thousand and thirty thousand dollars if you're married. Fifteen thousand per individual, thirty thousand dollars if you're married. So, you know, if you give more than that, you'll have a gift tax associated with it. But you're still allowed to give it, which is the benefit. Now, when we we do this for clients, you know, we're looking at not not wanting to go over the gift tax, uh, um, uh, you know, level there, so people don't get hurt from that. But no income restrictions and being able to put in a lot of money is a great benefit to a co- to the 529 plan over, you know, a Coverdale or some of the other plans that are out there. Another great benefit to a 529 plan, which I think this is huge, is you can change beneficiaries within the family. So let's say that um, I have a 529 plan for my daughter Brooklyn. Let's say I um, let's say Brooklyn gets to 
the college age, and I have this 529 plan that we've been saving for and saving for and saving for. And she says, you know what, Dad? Instead of going to college, I want to go into the military. And I'll say, okay, that's great. So she decides that she wants to go into the military. And um, that 529 plan, I'm like, okay, what am I going to do with this? Well, what I can do is actually change the beneficiary of that plan to my youngest daughter, Brighton. And I can use that money for her college if she wants to. So you can actually change beneficiaries within the family, which is awesome, so that you're not, um, you know, that money's not taxed or you're not penalized. So it gives you control of the account as the owner. Now, you the owner of the grandparent or the parent who has started the 529 plan. So that's a, that's a wonderful um, benefit to 529 plans. There's no age restrictions on 529 plans as well. So if my daughter, Brooklyn, you know, went into the military and I left her on the 529 plan. And then, you know, she decided that, you know, she got out of the military and then she said, you know, I'm going to go back to school. Then, you know, she could do that and we could still use that 529 plan to pay for her schooling. So there's no, you know, 18 or 21 or 24 year old age limit. She could use that 529 plan at any time. So that's another great benefit. So let's let's recap real quick. Again, we got a couple more benefits, but I don't want you to forget Number one, there's no income restrictions with 529 plans, which are awesome. Contributions can be up to 500000 which is great. And that's just the money you're putting in, okay? That's not the money it's growing at, right? Because when you put money into a 529 plan, you're usually investing it in the market. So if you're putting in money, it's not just sitting at $500,000, or it's not just sitting at whatever you're putting in. Let's say you're putting in $10,000. It's not just sitting there. It's growing based on what the market's doing. Um, you can change beneficiaries within the family. Awesome. There's no age restrictions. Sweet. And let's go over a couple other benefits. There's no 10%. There is there is a 10% penalty if not used by college by the beneficiary, but that but that 10% penalty is is like so let me just back up. If you use a 529 plan for anything but college, there's a 10% penalty. So if I gave my daughter Brooklyn her 529 plan and she bought a car with it, there would be a 10% penalty on the money she used to buy a car. So if she used $30,000 to buy a car, there'd be a $3,000 penalty to do that. Now, the rules or what it says that the money is being used for is, is pretty wide. So if she uses that for, like, tuition, obviously that falls. Room and board, that falls. You know, the cafeteria, supplies, things like that. So... The the she she has a wide range of options to use that money to not get that ten percent penalty. So as long as it's being used for college expenses, then she is not going to be penalized. So you know maybe she needs to buy you know her books. She can use that five twenty nine plan to buy her books to do the cafeteria sign up and and most of these colleges. When I went to USF, you know when you think of cafeteria, it's not like a you know, you walk up and you get your square pizza or whatever. I mean, it's like there was a Beef O'Brady's in our cafeteria. So, I mean, that's, you know, and a Starbucks. So that's a pretty big deal um, to be able to use the 529 plan for that. And another benefit to a 529 plan is it's treated more favorably by FAFSA. And FAFSA is the, um, it's a free service the U.S. government puts out to see if you can apply for loans or, or for grants and scholarships based on your income. And 529 plans are treated more favorably with to FAFSA than if you had money sitting in just like a bank account or an investing account, you know, for kids. So, you know, 
this is this is really I mean when you're thinking about paying for college I believe the 529 plan is a great head start it's a great first place to start if you want to and I said that I would give a tip so let me give you a tip on on something that we do uh, for our kids so you have the 529 plan but we also have separate accounts for our kids so yeah we have the 529 plan that's built for college right so that's that's for college expenses and things like that. But we also have an investing account that is a joint account between my, my wife and I. And then the beneficiary of that account is each individual child. So we have an investment account. We essentially say it's an investment account for our child. And the reason we did that was we wanted the college account to be separate from an investing account in the sense of if my daughter's wanted to use money to buy a car, to put a, you know, put a down payment on a house, if they wanted to, you know, whatever, use the money for something. I wanted to have an account where they could take money out to use it for whatever and not be penalized. And so that's why we have the 529 account that's for college. And we have the simple investing account would be for if they wanted to, like I said, buy a car, get a house, make an investment in a business, whatever. So, you know, those are ways that you can do that. Now, listen, I would encourage you, if you want to set up 529 accounts for your children or grandchildren, or you want to talk about investing accounts for your kids or for yourself, go to my website, yourfinancialekg.com. Would love to meet with you. We do everything virtually. So whether you are in Tempe, Arizona, or Louisville, Kentucky, we can meet. We do it all by Zoom, FaceTime, uh, whatever you're most comfortable with. Uh, but yeah, go to my website, yourfinancialekg.com. Would love to help you set up a 529 plan or an investing account for yourself. I hope this has been beneficial. I know this is quick. I try to keep these in under 15 minutes, and I'm at the 1350 mark. And so I don't want to go over that because I think you lose interest at 15 minutes. I know I do with podcasts. And so if you want more information, again, you could go to my website, Your Financial EKG. You can email me from there. You can go to my LinkedIn if you, can, you want to direct message me, at Drew Blackston, and we can talk more or answer any questions that you might have. So hopefully this has been enjoyable. I hope you have a great rest of your day. Um, right now it's a Friday, so if you're listening to this on a Friday, hopefully you have a great weekend. But if you're listening to it any other day, I hope you have a, rare, a very blessed day as well. Take care. Bye-bye.